Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck. We're making our way through the Beatitudes uh, this week and move into next week as well as a way of engaging and kind of laying hold of the moment and the opportunity we have here in Lent. Lent is a season of repentance and penance, making sacrifice, fasting, almsgiving, intensifying our reading of Scripture so we're paying attention to the Lord, frequenting the sacrament more often if we can, just a whole range of things. And what it's doing when we live Lent well, uh, when we're paying attention to it, is we're being drawn more deeply into, you could say, the Sermon on the Mount lifestyle, the Beatitudes, which are the, we talked about earlier in the week, the infrared look at the core of what it means to be a follower of Jesus, what it means to be a disciple. We know the dynamism of Jesus' victory, his resurrection, his ascension into glory, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the explosive reality of what happened on the day of Pentecost and the permanent Pentecost that the Lord is praying for in the lives of the church and the outpouring of the Spirit that continues in history. And we were made a new creation and becoming partakers of the divine nature where all these extraordinary realities we've entered into. And there's a new power and a new capacity in us to live a new way of life, the presence and power of the Spirit, the indwelling of God. And then we say, okay, we receive those in faith. And Jesus, we remember now as the Holy Spirit leads us, he said, you know, repent, it's turned to me. We're doing that, receiving that grace. The kingdom of God is at hand. What's the way of the kingdom? To come into the kingdom, to be a Christian, means to become a disciple, a follower of the way, of the person of Jesus. And Jesus wants the kingdom to be made visible. It's not just in me as a thought or my own private experience. I'm part of a living body of people who are being transformed and hopefully imaging to the world around us the radical difference between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of this world. And it's very easy for all of us to be in a place of compromise, kind of living in the twilight, not fully out of the dark, but we're, we have a lot of attachment still to the world and to the desires of our flesh. And so we don't image and mirror the way of the king and the kingdom. And we can ask ourselves, okay, as we walking in the season of Lent now to say, okay, how do I see my life? How do I understand where my life is in relationship to the kingdom? You could say simply, say, am I loving God? Am I praying daily? Am I frequenting the sacraments? Am I, am I loving my wife, my neighbor, my family? I mean, I'm really learning how to say no to my will and yes to God's will. That's the way to do it. That's a kind of foundational thing, right? Am I battling against sin? Am I serious about it? Am I taking it seriously? Am I positively pursuing my relationship with the Lord? Am I learning how to surrender to the Holy Spirit in my life? Do I ever have enough quiet where through reading the Word of God, prayer, praying the rosary, whatever I'm doing, or just having silence in His presence and saying the simple Jesus prayer, you know, Jesus, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner, and, and just opening my heart, pushing away the distractions and communing with the Lord. Am I doing that? Am I doing it each day, even for a short period of time? And then you can say, 
what kind of life am I living and what ought I to be doing daily with my life? The foundational realities of what my life's about. And this is what the Beatitudes do. They help us see. We talked about the first Beatitude. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Am I the kind of man or woman I'm really looking to God for everything because I know all the big important things. Transform life. Love of God. Love of neighbor. Caring for the poor. The love of enemies that we hear in the Beatitudes and other things that are part of the life. Are these things a reality in my life? Or am I just so preoccupied by the pattern of this world that I'm not, I haven't really made a break from it? I'm not really moving in the direction of the kingdom and living out of it. And so here, this teaching Jesus gives us, we could say, okay, I can get a sense of where I'm at. And am I radically relying on the Lord? You know, am I poor in spirit? Am I one who mourns? We talked about yesterday and what all that means over my own sin and the sin of the world and the, the, the sin-sick condition of parts of the church and weeping with those who weep, is that the condition of my heart? You know, it's a good sign when, when that kind of thing is happening, by the way, it shows that we're leaving self-preoccupation and the pursuit of my own pleasure goals because I actually notice people suffering. I notice the condition of the church and of the world, and it causes me to have the heart of the Lord. I mean, the Lord is one who helps me see it, and the Holy Spirit helps me see it, and I begin to see it with the love the Lord has, and in some cases causes us to weep just like the Lord did. Now today it's meekness. Meekness is a word that's often misunderstood. You know, meekness seems weak. Like meekness is not weakness. That's a good way to kind of remember. It's something very different. A friend of mine wrote a book, a little book on it years ago, and kind of defined it as strength under control. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. You know, you think about what's going on in the earth today and the kings of the earth are battling again wars, Ukraine, the Middle East, political machinations going on all over the world and people are trying to inherit the world. I'm going to take control of it. I'm going to exercise my will and power and keep climbing to the top. And the more I fight for it, the more I connive for it, the more I possess, the better. And, you know, that's a darkened mind. It's, it's very much the flesh, the pride, the pride of mind. And it's a deep deception because everything in this world is going to pass away. And, and so the Christian, the disciple understands the eternal perspective that the things so many people are running after in this world, the money, the sex, the power, the footprint, political control, and then doing whatever you can with the power you have to to attack people who, you know, you're living in a zero-sum world, zero-sum game, and anybody else's gain is my loss, so i got to make sure they don't get any gain. I'm going to you know use my weapons. I'm going to use my armies to take over other nations, things like that. And we think they're victories. Well, the Lord already on the cross and through his cross and resurrection has condemned all that. He's already exposed it for what it is. It's demonic darkness is what it is. And it's judged. And it's t- whatever little victory happens in this time, in this life, it passes away. And the whole world's going to pass away. And a new kingdom's coming. And those who are living in the kingdom now are part of what the Lord is renewing and bringing about. And it's the only thing that's going to last. So who inherits the earth? Is it the powerful? Is it the rich? 
Is the billionaires trillionaires? Is it those with the great powerful armies? Who actually inherits the earth? It's it's the meek. It's those whose strength, all those strengths that are exposed in those who are just going after it. They're submitted in meekness to love, to the love of God. That means the desire to do the will of God and the love of neighbor, which means willing the good of my neighbor. And I'm not dominated by those desires or preoccupied by them. God loves the meek and he takes their part against the powerful. Ultimately, in history, there will be justice on things. And it says, Sirach 10, it says, The Lord has cast down the rulers from their thrones. He has seated the lowly in their place. And that sounds like, when I read that, it sounds like the Magnificat, right? Our Lady said, My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. Who is she? She's of low of state, a lowest state. She's poor in spirit and maybe poor materially. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their imagination of their hearts. He's put down the mighty from their thrones and he exalts the lowly. He's filled the hungry and the rich he has sent away empty. Here she is. She's seeing it. She knows that it's meekness that inherits the earth. And it's not a sentimental feeling or facile trait or a weakness. It's actually a great strength. But it's one that comes from the Lord. There really is, friends, in each one of us, a battle, if we pay attention, to subduing the dominant powers in us of the flesh. It's an interior struggle to gain control over a desire for revenge or control or pride, these kinds of things being acted. And there's a a tiger of anger to, to get even with people, to seek revenge for people, to acquire more and more and more. All these drives in us, it takes time. It takes God's grace to come to an interior peace and a self-control that allows us to take those natural powers and things God has given us and to have them working at the service of love. There's a kind of the, uh, the meek person has a certain kind of calmness and strength. And it really overcomes the desire for revenge, the desire to pay back, the desire to take control. The powerful can subdue parts of the fallen world for a short time, but everybody lives for a brief moment. And they're going to die. They're going to die naked. They're going to be put in a box under the ground. And all that they've conquered will be taken away. And the meek will inherit with Christ because they're in Christ. Right? The kingdom of God that will last forever. The life of God. The way of God. They'll be crowned. They'll be acknowledged. 
And God's kingdom can't be conquered. God's kingdom can't be overthrown. Jesus Christ will rule forever on the throne of heaven in glory, and he'll share his glory with us. The life of the kingdom is bestowed. It's given to us because it belongs to him. We don't, we can't take it from him. It's impossible. It's interesting that, you know, thinking of Nietzsche, the philosopher, you know, he hated, this is part of what he hated about Christianity, humility and meekness. He hated it. It's demeaning. It's vile. It's, you know, it's, it's unmanly. And he said basically it was like Christianity's way of trying to gain power actually by making humility and meekness a virtue. And they flip the script on the mighty in the world. So, and it's like a servile posture to walk in meekness. Instead, it's the noble servant living, living in charity and learning to walk in freedom. Blessed be God. Jesus said, Matthew eleven twenty nine, I am meek and I'm humble of heart. It's the only time he talks about like a personal characteristic of himself in that sort of way. Who am I? He said, come and learn from me. The Lion of the tribe of Judah is saying this. You know, the King of kings and Lord of lords is saying this. He's saying, what am I really like? Come and learn from me. I'm meek and I'm humble of heart and you will find rest for your soul. Ask the Holy Spirit in this season of Lent, Lord, help me see the gold, the value you teach me, Lord, that I can live and walk in meekness and humility. God bless you, friends. Have a wonderful weekend. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.